welcome to the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview people who are out in the world creating change by being authentically themselves. Come along with us as we discover tips and tools that you can use to shine your brilliance even brighter. I'm Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to explore the power of being you. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Power of Being You podcast. My name is Sarah Grandinetti, and I am here with a delicious woman. She goes by the name of Heather Nichols, but she is so much more than just a name. (laughs) She's an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator and facilitates the specialty areas of Being You, Joy of Business, and X-Men. A mom, entrepreneur, dancer, and lover of living, her greatest joy is to see people discover that they can create anything they desire and that living happy is not only possible, but required to create a greater world. Welcome, Heather. Thank you. Happy to be here. So that last sentence in your bio that says it's not only possible, but required as far as living happily to create a greater world. What do you know about being happy and how that changes the world? <laughs> well, it's so funny. I've actually been um, like writing and doing some videos about this today. Um, you know, so um, your brother, Dane here, uh, who created this whole being you phenomena, Um, he had said at one point, um, you know, if you are happy for, if you're happy for a week straight, you will probably lose all of the people in your life. (laughs) And I heard that and I was like, okay, well, I, I want to try that and see if I can be happy, like no blips in my happiness world for a whole week and not from the the lie of it or the facade of it or whatever, but just like truly happy. And, um, and I woke up this morning and I was like, I've been happy for over a week, actually. (laughs) And and I was like, that's really cool. And I think I'm going to ask for more and I thought I could be even happier, you know? And, and the thing is, is that it's not like I've been like, bouncing off the walls or running around, you know, like hyper, hyper. And sometimes I do, but it's more just the sense of like, yeah, I, I like my life. You know, I enjoy what I'm doing, what I'm up to. I've, you know, there's things that have come up and whatever, my body's had some pain this week, but I'm still having this happiness and, and recognizing that it really is a choice. And in the world right now, there's a lot of unhappiness, you know, and, but you don't, we can't get over the unhappiness in the world by joining everybody else in their unhappiness. We actually have to create a totally different reality by choosing something different and choosing to have joy, which is always a choice, no matter what's going on in your life. Thank you for that. And, and you, because happiness is a choice. We hear this in access consciousness and I'm wondering how many people are actually choosing it to live from it and not try to artificially create it. So yeah. you mentioned the facade of happy. So yeah. 
Can you tell me a little bit what you're aware of where people start to create the image of happy, like quaff the perfect post in their social media platform, um, you know, put the image out there that, hey, this is what is is happy for me. But in, in reality, we're buying this like lie or this facade of happy rather than the vulnerability of what is, what is true, what, that you can always choose happy beyond what's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and we, you know, that's also this image thing is a, is a conversation that I know you and I were both part of um, a week ago in the, in the symphony of possibilities class, a really amazing conversation about that. And um, cause we do, we think we, we think we have to sort of come across a certain way and, you know, social media is such a place where, um, everything, I love how you said quaff the, you know, <laughs> the image of happy, like, you know, like fabricate it, you know, create it, design it, you know, rather than just having the joy of being. And, um, and the more, I think this is one of the things that's contributed so much to me, to my joy lately, especially is, um, especially after that image conversation, um, is something like left my world when I realized, well, there was a lot of things and we can talk more about that, but it was just like this, this veneer that I had between me and the world, you know, and I was aware of it. And I was like, I don't like this. Like, this isn't fun. I don't like waking up with this thing every morning, you know, and, and having to like maintain it or whatever. And I actually woke up one morning at the beginning of the SOP class. And I was like, this, this is, I'm done with this. And I just asked, you know, I would like for this thing to go away. <laughs> I would like to not have this anymore. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's going to take. I'm just asking for it, you know? And then we had this, um, we had this beautiful conversation and it, and it did actually, it just lifted, it changed. And, um, and, it's been, so, I'm like, wow, gosh, it's really actually fun being me. I really enjoy it, you know? Um, and I think a lot of times we, we just, we think we just, we have to come across in a certain way for people to like us or to not judge us or to fit in or with business, you've got to get clients and you have to be this way or that way. And it's, it's one of the biggest lies of our world. And, and it does get perpetuated and perpetrated with the social media stuff and, you know, the selfie universe and, you know, <laughs> and um, yeah. So what does it look like when you're having a day? So for our listeners who maybe haven't done much access consciousness, you stumbled upon this podcast. I'm, I'm just looking at where there's the vulnerability of like knowing what is up in your world and being willing to be there in it, but then still have the space of being where happy is actually like the energy that you include, even in the stuff that, that life throws at you. Yeah. So can you talk about like the tools that you use to be with that? Because I think sometimes it's the same way with access consciousness mantra, right? All of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory. How many people think that then that means if you say that enough, no bad things will happen. No uh, bad days will happen that you're just going to be happy all the time. And, uh, but it's really about having the ease, the joy, and the glory with whatever comes through. So where, yeah. what are you aware of that, that choosing happy looks like in those, in those moments? Yeah. Well, 
I think, um, you know, a great question is if I was truly being me, what would I actually choose here? You know? And so for anybody who's brand new to access consciousness, we use questions to open up new possibilities, new spaces, new awareness, and um, not necessarily to get an answer, you know? And so just asking that question, it can, it's, it's almost like you're just going, hey, universe, okay, I know there's infinite possibilities. This is an infinite universe and we live in this infinite universe. Okay, so we're not outside of it. So there must be more possibilities than I'm aware of. And when you ask a question, it's like, can you, universe, can you, can you show me? Cause I don't, cause left to your own devices, left to your mind, you'll only be able to come up with what you already know. So that's why we ask questions. Um, and being in the question of that, okay, if I was truly being me, what would I choose? Then we get to, um, we get to like, you get to have new, a new sense of what that might be. And you might not have no idea what it is to be you, which a lot of us don't. It's a big, you know, kind of fancy popular conversation right now, you know? Um, and yet it's like both the easiest thing in the world and the like most interesting thing to get to because we take on the worlds of everybody else too, you know? And if you're choosing your life for other people, it, you're not gonna, the joy is not gonna be there. You know, you're gonna just continually continue to choose and create your life based on everybody else's universe rather than your own. And that definitely will not lead to happiness. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> I'm a rambler. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Um, well, in your, in your bio, we mentioned that you're a mom and an entrepreneur. And we talked, we, now we're talking about image and creating your life for other people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you want to be a good mom and have the good mom image, you create your life for your kids. And oh, God. It's just, it's just one of the areas. So whether you're creating your life for your kids or you are like creating your social media platform for your followers, or you're creating your life for your spouse or your significant other and looking into their world about what they can receive. It's like, what you're talking about is that we can't, that's not where we're going to find our happy. So with, with you and having uh, two boys, having been a single mom, like what does that actually look like? Um, and I know people can then extrapolate for their own lives, but um, to start making choices that are for what you would like to create in the world, rather than going into their realities to see what it is that you can choose. Yeah, totally. The motherhood has been a huge area for me with this. Um, I was super unhappy when I found access consciousness. I didn't even know it actually. Um, I, I thought I was, you know, um, and, um, but I had really, I was a single mom. I had young kids. They were really intense, really high energy, um, very out of control. And, um, and I just was like trying so hard to be the best mom, you know, to be the right, good, perfect and correct mom, to be the mom that, you know, everybody told me that I needed to be. And, um, and I, um, I, I just, I really, I mean, it was actually, um, 
I had a lot of stuff going on with my body. I had a really intense, um, pretty chronic back pain. And um, it, I started to kind of look at it and see that a lot of what was going on with my back was that I wasn't willing to be, tell myself the truth about the fact that I didn't really enjoy being a mom. Um, and Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, he asked me some questions about that in a class at one point and really opened up my world. And I went, oh man, okay. And it was at that moment that I just, I, cause part of why I was a single mom in the first place is cause I was married and it was fine, but it wasn't everything that I knew it could be. And I chose to get divorced because I really wanted to create something phenomenal, you know, and I knew that I needed to leave the marriage in order to do that. And so it was like, you know, I'm not gonna, it's not like, I'm gonna probably end up dying if I continue down this path of, you know, or like in, in chronic pain forever or whatever, if I continue down this path of trying to prove that I'm a good mom with these, with these two kids, you know, and they, part of why they were so out of control is because they were actually in a way energetically asking me for something different. And I start, and so I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to choose to do what works for me, what actually works for my body and my life. And, and it may not fit into this reality's version of what it is to be a good mom but I can't actually keep choosing that because I, I literally am going to crash and burn if I do. And I already kind of had. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful in a way because my body kind of put me in this position of really like I, I couldn't move some, like I would wake up in the morning. I couldn't even put my shoes on and I was a yoga teacher and a dancer. And, you know, like it was really weird for me to have that going on. Um, so it was such a loud message from my body that I had to choose something different and I wanted to, I just didn't have the tools and I didn't know this whole conversation about judgment, you know, and, but I got my hands on it and I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to just see if I create my life, if I actually am a happy mom based on what's true for me what I enjoy, what works for me. Um, I'm going to see how that goes. And my kids just got so much easier and they calmed down and I mean, so much change from that choice. So when you stopped trying to be a good mom based on what you were told by this reality of what good mom is, and you started to be Heather's version of happy mom, the <laughs> kids actually got to be more fun and you had more ease in your life is that what you're telling me that's what i'm telling you <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy i know <laughs> because you know how many of us out there are like creating by some standard you know like with this image thing of of whoever's going to look at us we're going to see that we have it together we have these perfect kids or we have this perfect business or we have this perfect relationship <laughs> and how hard we work to keep this the image in place it's like, I, I can perceive like standing behind a wall, literally like holding it up with all your might, you're exhausted, you hate holding up this wall, but it's it's what you've decided is, is the way to create happy, is the way to appear a certain way. And with the tools of access consciousness, when we start to let go of those good, bad judgment, good, bad, right, wrong judgment, 
we get to be more free to create and the people around us start to change and they start to receive more, whether it's our kids or the people attending our classes or our, our relationships or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the one lie that holds it all in place that they'll all go away. You said that at the very top, if I was happy for a week, Dane said that, you know, all the people in your life would go away. And, and that's what we kind of are conditioned to that if I create my own life that everybody's going to go away. So my question to you is after this almost two weeks of happy that you acknowledged <laughs> at the front, has everybody <laughs> gone away? <laughs> No, actually, <laughs> everybody seems happier, <laughs> which is cool. Um, yeah, I, I am. Um, yeah, everything actually is getting greater, which is really amazing. And I'm like, wow, let's just keep going with this because why not? You know, um, yeah. And I just want to say too, like with the with um, what I chose when I started choosing more happiness, which was a long time ago, you know, when I found these tools, um, I, it was, it's a controversial, it's so weird, but choosing to be truly, truly happy based on what's true for you. It's a kind of a controversial thing in this reality, which is partly why, you know, Dane says that people will go away. Um, and I mean, I did things like, I was like, okay, I don't like the mom stuff. Like, I don't like, cause in this reality, how do you prove you're a good mom? You drive your kids around, you take care of them, you make food for them, you create the home for that. I hated all that stuff. And I actually amen. hired somebody, what's that? It's an amen, me too. Girl. I know. <laughs> I, I don't know that there's many moms who do I like it or, you know, I mean, maybe there are, but, um, but it's really about what's true for you, you know? But for me, I was like, oh my God, this is so much work. You know, I would so much rather just have somebody else do that and get to really enjoy quality time with my kids. And that's what I did. I created that. I I hired somebody. I didn't even really have the money, but I hired somebody to take care of that. Drove my kids around, cooked dinner, made their lunches for the next day, got them bathed and in bed and, you know, like cleaned up the house so I could be working and creating while that was all going on. And then I could hang with my kids and actually spend quality time with them. And I did that for years until it wasn't required anymore. Um, now my kids kind of just fend for themselves because I don't cook very much. <laughs> They're teenagers now. Um, they actually ignore me all the time, so it's fine. But, um, but you know, that's a really, um, that's a controversial choice to make as a mom, you know, but I was like, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says about this. I, I, I require this, you know, and it made such a difference for me. And then, you know, the money showed up to pay for the person and blah, blah, you know, it all is when we choose greater, everything gets greater. Mm, Say that again. (laughs) When we choose greater, everything gets greater. When you choose for you, which is not choosing against other people. It's actually choosing for you. Everything gets greater. And the people that don't like it, they will go away and that's okay. Because why would you want people in your life that don't desire for you to be happy? It's wild. And I, I can still perceive people being, well, here's all the reasons why. But then- And that's okay you choose- too, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. And But the awareness is that you're also choosing them. So if you're choosing- those people who don't desire you to be happy, then you're choosing against your happy yourself anyways. 
Yeah. It's <laughs> and that's not wrong. You know, it's, it's okay. And that's the cool thing about these tools is nothing that anybody is choosing is wrong, you know? And when you get into that, like, if you're willing to have that much allowance of you and be like, okay, I'm choosing this and I'm going to keep choosing this until I choose something different, then you open up so much space for you to stop fighting yourself, you know? And, you know, talk about getting out of image improving and all that. It's like, yeah, this is what I'm choosing right now. You know, this is, these are the people that I'm choosing and this is just how it's going to go, you know? And, and then it's, it's amazing. Cause I've seen so many people get to that space with themselves, myself included. And then once you're there, it's like, all of a sudden this whole world of choice opens up where you're like, oh, now I'm going to choose something different, you know, or not but there's no right or wrong with any of it. That's the cool, crazy thing. I like that too, because the, the, I think the thing that we do is we we have our, our awareness too about what we'd like to create. And then if we're not choosing it yet, then we go into the judgment, which locks us up in the right and wrong. And then we have to prove that we're, you know, choosing the right thing. And then we dig our heels in instead of just being in space and not judging ourselves for whatever is up or whatever we're choosing in the moment. <laughs> so that all, a, that all the choices can open up <laughs> it's a very busy universe as you can see it's like and then you're just totally occupied with that and you can't create anything else you know um and still not wrong <laughs> so with with this image being um part of like the the part of the conversation that we've looked at today the question I always ask everybody on the podcast is the name of the podcast is the power of being you and with that energy that we just talked about if you were to write the description of this podcast what would you say is the power of being you beyond image you're asking me Mm -hmm. oh, okay. I thought you were asking the world to ponder that. Um, <laughs> and they I, can also ponder. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what would I say is the power of being you beyond image? Um, goodness. Um, I would say relaxing into, um, what's fun for you truly what's fun for you because if you have fun if you're a mom or a parent and you have fun of a as a parent your kids will be happier you know and even if that includes like for me that includes traveling and being away from them and stuff they're still they're happier than i'm being me you know than i'm choosing me um so whatever wherever that um however that may show up, you know, um, with relationships, with business, whatever it is, it's like, what's fun? What do you enjoy? And if you spent your time doing that, everything else would basically be handled. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> everything else would basically be handled if you were just having fun. What a concept. I know. And you know, there are like, we could go into that, which I know, you know, we're probably out of time, but it's, there's the pragmatics of, you know, 
a lot of other elements of that, but it's like, but basically if you start to choose from that perspective, um, so many things just sort of fall into place in this really cool way. I agree. And these tools of access consciousness just help you along the way. Hell yeah. The question use them though. Face, present the next choice. So if you want to hear more about the tools of access consciousness, you can go to accessconsciousness.com to find out more. And Heather, where can they find more about you? Um, heathernichols.com is my website. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for this conversation. I am super grateful to consider you a friend and also get to interview you on the podcast. Thank you. I'm grateful for having me. You're welcome. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Power of Being You podcast. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about being you or to learn more about the amazing tools of access consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. How much fun can you have exploring the power that comes with truly being you?